Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. And a happy mother. Fucking Friday, everybody. Welcome to After 9. You sit your ass down for a few minutes and, and get ready for the magic that's coming your way right now. Dave Blizzard joins us. Dave, how are you? Hello. Do you think anyone listens to this standing up? Do you think anyone listens when walking the dogs or like on a treadmill yeah. or something like that? You think? Yeah, I think we have some walker listeners. It never ceases to amaze me the different things that you typically do sitting down that some people do standing up and vice versa. So I don't know what position you've got yourselves in right now, guys, but get ready because we're going to wow you. Uh, I want to start off with this. And and Dave, I want your take on it because I feel like sometimes you just got to cut somebody a break based on their age. Forget what the job is and what the expectations are. You just got to cut them a break if they're a little bit older. So I want to introduce you guys to Mike Shannon. Mike is the play-by-play radio announcer for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mike is 82 years old. And even though Mike is just a couple weeks away from retirement, he's done at the end of the season. Those fucking idiots at the St. Louis Cardinals thought it'd be a good idea to get Mike in his capacity as play-by-play announcer to read a promotion for the new Cardinals NFT. It didn't go very well because there's not a lot of 82-year-olds that truly understand what an NFT is. There's a lot of people our age that don't know what an NFT is. So I'm going to play this for you. It's about a minute long. Listen to Mike trying to make his way through this, as we call it in the business, liner. Now is your chance to come digital. You can bid now on one of the one-on-one Bush Stadium NFT. What's NFT mean? Mike Claiborne, what's an NFT no friggin' touchdowns. No. <laughs> no friggin' tonsils. Here's a strikeout number five. NFT stands for non-fungible token. A digital token that's uh, a type of a cypro currency. Many have words in here I've never heard before. But unlike a standard coin in the uh, buy coin uh, Blockchain and NFT is a unique and can't be exchanged like for like uh, hints, uh, non-fungible <laughs> online thing you can't sell. Well, I don't use the online, so that's why I don't know. I don't use the online. I don't use the online. You assholes at the Cardinals. Why would you make poor Mike Shannon read that fucking liner? Never did myself an online. <laughs> First of all, I should be listening to more Cardinals games. That's right. Amazing, right? Like he's barely coherent. Fuck, he sounds like Joe Biden. It, it reminds me of like the Harry Carey uh, <laughs> back in the day when, when he was with the Cubs and he's just towards the end of his career and it was just like, there's a fly ball to the left, but it went to right. And you're just like, oh, that's not what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel like I should be listening to this guy more often. He's 82 years old. I mean, God bless him for still having the passion to do the job. Um, but, but wow. A non-fungible token. Yeah, yeah. No friggin' tonsils. That was my favorite one. <laughs> Why did everything start with no friggin'? Yeah, well, I mean, everything. what else is NF? Like, national football? That's, that's about it. That's a no friggin' touchdowns. No, that can't be it. No, I love that. I think it's great. Crepe no, what did he call it? Crepe no currency? <laughs> yeah, crepe no currency. That's the best. Well, look, if, if somebody threw that in front of you for the first time, you'd probably ask questions. Now, this guy has been in broadcasting for, I would presume, a very long time. Probably and, 70, uh, 60 years. How yeah, about that? yeah, that's fair. Let's say 50 to 60 years, this guy's been a professional broadcaster. And when you get to a certain, I don't know if it's age or you get to a certain level in your profession, you don't really ask many questions anymore. 
mm-hmm. and you just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like things are changing around and they want to have a Zoom meeting. What the hell's a Zoom meeting? You know, like eventually you're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, like, <laughs> like I actually know a guy who doesn't keep any emails. He everything he prints every email and keeps it in a folder. First Come of all, uh, public Whoa. enemy number one for the environment. But that's just his way of doing it. Old school. Like he kept everything in file folders and, and he had, you know, his office was just stacks of file folders but that's the way he did it so when i hear that i just kind of go that's a guy who who didn't read the copy first mm-hmm. he didn't look at it and give it a, a once over he just hey, give me that thing i'm gonna read it because he's done it for so long and probably had very few of those mistakes yeah probably yeah but i mean Trying to explain to somebody our age what an NFT is is a bit of a stretch. We yeah. took a shot at it this morning on our FM radio show, and I think even we buggered that up. <laughs> so I can't imagine what it's like for an 82-year-old who's never no. seen words like fungible and crypto and shit like that trying to explain to an audience what an NFT is while there's a batter at the plate. That's five strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if they were actually still in warm-up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't the even hit the national five strikeouts. <laughs> no, it's not. The game hasn't started yet. I love that guy. I'm kind of sad he's retiring. Yeah, I, I think we need more of that. That's there, great. But there's so many classic, especially baseball. I find baseball is the one where they they keep their announcers for a really long time because they're so iconic for iconic moments. Vince Scully in in L.A. Like I mentioned, Harry Carey for the Cubs. Will Ferrell did an impression of him that made him you know part of the the conversation at a, hit a much later age for him as well. Um, mm-hmm. Even uh, Bob Uecker. With the mm-hmm. Brewers, like he's legendary, and, and I can't imagine hearing a game without him calling it. You know, so I I cut the dude some slack on this. And what did he say that was so bad? What did he, he say that was nothing. so? It was awful? hilarious. You know, it was great. I loved it. He, he understands about as much about NFTs as I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. You know, I mean, Mike, thank you for clearing that up. Uh, now I <laughs> don't get it anymore. But I had a good time learning about it. And you're so. on the online, and you still didn't know. Yeah, I'm on the online all the time. <laughs> First thing you did this morning was do the online. <laughs> Are you into the NFTs, though, Dave? Like, we did talk about it this morning. We talked specifically about the Raptors thing. You're a Raptors fan for mm-hmm. the most part, right? So let's say whatever. Pick a team of your choice. But they've got special, like, Raptors NFTs now. Would that? Would you be interested? Are you there yet where you're like, I care about this? It does get you access to some things. Again, it's non-fungible, and it's <laughs> just yours, and it's sent directly to you, and you can't sell it. They say, but I don't know. I like to put an asterisk on that. I feel like you can sell it, but okay. You can sell everything. You can sell anything. Well, I, that's what I'm still trying to wrap my brain around. Like, I know everyone's jumping in on them and be like, ooh, NFTs. And it's like, but what is, like, what, what is it you're, I, I'm still wrapping my brain around. What is it you're selling? Yeah. And what is it I'm buying? And what is it I'm getting? Yeah. Because yeah. if it's just a, like a, oh, this code gets you access to a, a website. It's like. Yeah, Basically. I can get that under the lid of a Sprite bottle. Like, well, I don't know what the hell you're offering me yeah. exactly yeah. and why I'm paying money for it. You tell me that it's not worth anything, but I have to pay you for it. Yeah. I totally agree yeah. with you. It's con- that's why it's confusing for people. I get it. Let's talk a little bit about Jeff Bezos's dick. Uh, Jeff is the founder of Amazon. And as you probably recall, he went up on a rocket ship that he funded. It's his, the Blue Horizon. And he kind of went into space, not outer space, but not on Earth either. So it's that's up for debate. He went into orbit. He went to orbit. There you go. And and he was on a rocket that a lot of people noted looked a little bit like a dick. It's very very phallic. Yeah, a little bit. Oh no, it looks totally like a dick. Like it looks like a a full blown. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) So Jeff now realizing another opportunity to make money. Never, ever say that this guy isn't brilliant when it comes to business. Has now released a toy version of the Blue Horizon rocket. Available at the Stag Shop. Well, uh, here's the thing. It's a replica <laughs> model, not a toy. Hmm? I call oh, it a yeah. toy, too. I call it a toy. It's a toy. It looks like one of those dildos on a suction cup. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, it's a dick that you set on your table that says Blue Horizon on it. Who the hell is displaying that? Sorry, it's Blue Origin. Am I right? Blue Origin. So he's got this Blue Origin rocket, and now there's a model version of it, and you're just supposed to sit there and look at it? It's a blue organ is what it looks like. He should have, yeah, he should have made it. He should have made it one of a kind because there's probably only one person. He should have made it an NFT. There's probably only one person who would buy that. Who's buying it and displaying that? 
I don't Other know. than for gag purposes. That's exactly. Hold on, though. And I don't mean gag, gag? purposes. I mean joke <laughs> purposes. Slip of the tongue, Dave. <laughs> Slip of the tongue. I love sprays. Yeah. yeah. No, people are going to buy it. They actually limit the amount that you can pre so you can pre-order now. It's available in November, just in time for Christmas. Wouldn't you want a big dong under your Christmas tree? Like, imagine I don't that's what your in, problem is. Imagine that goes in your stocking and you look at it on Christmas morning. You just look at the shape. You're like, I don't think I should open that. <laughs> hey, mom, there's look kid, what I got for you. There's kids around. You, you get like grandpa who doesn't know what an NFT is, putting it, giving oh, it to you for Christmas. Man. Like, you know what? Like my grandmother loves space and she's. Just a fan of Star Wars for a million years and, and loving everything about space and, and Star Trek. And she was just such a fan of outer space. And I could only imagine buying that for her and wrapping it as is and giving it to her on Christmas morning. Here, Grandma, I got this for you. And it, I think she'd be like, I, don't, I can't open this. I don't think I can open this. <laughs> you think I'm lonely or what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is it? The best, <laughs> some of the best parts. I'll give you some of the highlights here for this Blue Origin, uh, what do they call it? Whatever, replica. It's a toy. Um, a, you can get a version that actually flies, and oh. that's going to cost you about like 110 bucks. Like a drone kind it, of thing? It actually launches off of a, la- off of a launch pad. They have, yeah, they have, okay. <laughs> I've had a million and one toy rockets over yeah. the years that all allegedly will fly, and they go up for about, I don't know, eight feet and fall back to the ground and break. It, it was it always a waste of money. Yeah, and it might be. You're, yeah, it might be. you got to get the Nerf rockets. The ones that are all soft and they'll bounce, and you can just do it again and step on the air <laughs> So pedal. not such an erect-looking rocket would yeah. be better? Yeah, you can't. A floppy you, one? Yeah, if it was floppier <laughs> and had a little less substance to it, if it was a little a, less rigid... A slightly more flaccid rocket. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, the original one, which kind of just sits there, like it basically is just like it's a desk ornament, a weird one, uh-huh. but uh, for, if you will, is $69. I kid you not. $69. $69. Of course it is. Of course it is. And they actually go out of their way to say that you can recreate the excitement of the launch day with this new New Shepard model rocket. Enjoy this on your desktop at a su- or as a souvenir. Bring it to work. I don't bring it to work. What if I did you that? get escorted up by security if you yeah, bring it to work. Yeah. Nobody should. Nobody should do that. Use, it, use it, it as one of those like metronome things. <laughs> it just swings back and forth on your desk. <laughs> like what the hell is that? Cheryl in HR would lose her fucking mind if that was sitting on the desk when she walked in. Like we need to have a conversation. <laughs> Close the door behind yes. you. I'd like to talk to you about boundaries yeah. and respect for your coworkers. Making people uncomfortable at work is not appropriate. Seriously, it does look like a dick. Who wants that on your desk? I mean, what do you Again, what do you do you touch it or do you just leave it? Do you take pictures with it? Do you slap it? What what do you do with it? I don't understand. Is it like a decoration? <laughs> Nobody's taking a serious picture with it. That's the thing. Like, do you slap it? <laughs> do you, I don't know. Do you pinch the bottom of it <laughs> so it launches <laughs> further. What are you doing here? Like, <laughs> goddamn but, thing blasts off too quickly. I yeah, pinch yeah. the end. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to really use it before <laughs> before it launched. He'll ripped off. <laughs> I oh, swear to God, this. It? I swear to God, this never happens. <laughs> The rocket just felt right. Um, <laughs> it's so weird because I can't imagine anybody taking a serious picture with this. Yeah. Like you're gonna, everyone's gonna joke about it. Everyone who takes the picture is gonna have a, a laugh on their face. Everybody who uh, posts the picture is gonna have a million people laughing at the picture. Mm. Nobody's taking a picture of it being, "Hey, I'm really proud of this thing that I have." Not one person. It's amazing. There's a, like a whole commercial for it and it's estes who's selling it estes which also rhymes with testes so that's good right uh estes rockets.com e-s-t-e-s rockets.com and you can look it up there the blue origin new shepherd but they've got like a whole video advertisement there's a guy just taking it out of the box just sticking it in the ground it's yeah Uh it's uh i don't know i think space nerds might not it's not that they won't realize it they know it looks like a penis ask your doctor if blue origin is right for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't play with it too much you might go blind the other thing that i have to ask about this <laughs> shoot your eye out <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay you'll shoot your eye out <laughs> i gotta ask if this is so he's you know one of the richest people in the in the entire universe here is he is this a midlife crisis for a bajillionaire yes like you know when dudes will go and get like a uh, muscle car or like a souped up sports car and they always say oh a midlife crisis is this his version of it yeah. because he's got more money than God? Like, is that what, 
Is that what he's doing here? Yeah. It's funny. When I was putting this, I put a little article together this morning on it. And I was wondering, I'm like, okay, let me really get into the mind of Jeff Bezos right now. Because he doesn't need to be doing this. No. He doesn't need to do anything. No. So why? And why make your, the rocket ship look like a dick? And, and that's the exact thing I thought of. And he's also newly single. That's right. You know? Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know if this is his way of being like, hey, ladies, I'm available. Check out my fucking rocket ship. Jump I don't on, know. Jump on Tinder and sc- start scrolling through people and you land on Jeff Bezos' profile and he's like, oh, uh, you know, philanthropist, CEO, um, moneymaker, uh, I have a penis rocket. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know P.S. I have a Costco membership, right? Like, like he's, he's, is he throwing that on at the bottom? Like, or is there a picture of him in the Blue Origin, like as his profile picture? Yeah, like, is he using this to pick up the ladies is this what he's doing i don't know i'm just worried that with all the shit going on in the world how long is it going to be before some asshole shows up at the er at two o'clock in the morning with one of those things shoved up his ass that they can't get it back out like that's what this is coming to and the excuse is going to be the same i was displaying it on my table and i slipped or something like that you know where did the vaseline come from sir (laughs) like i must have been on the rocket i don't know it's so true. That is so true. And it, it, it kind of does not, I mean, not, not to take it in a different direction here, but doesn't it infuriate you that somebody is spending this kind of money on a rocket when mm-hmm. there's communities in, I'll just say the U.S. because he's American, there's communities in the U.S. that still don't have clean drinking water. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I, like, I don't know. Like, your money's your money and fine. That's all well and good. But I, I don't know. I look at that and I just go, What's with the rocket? Like, uh, what are you doing? What are you yeah, serving it's here? Look at me. It's a very look at me thing. For sure. Um, this is deeply disturbing, but a new television show is coming involving our arch nemesis, Steve Harp. Ooh. Wait a minute. You hate him as much as Scott hates him, Dave? I told you the story what happened in oh, Disney. Oh, I know. I've heard yeah. the story a billion times, but yeah. I knew that Scott really hated him. You really hate him I as don't, well. I don't hate him. I was disappointed Okay, with you're him. disappointed. Okay, so here's the deal. He gets a lot of shows. He's like, he's like basically like a Nick Cannon or a uh, Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest yeah. type. They, they kind of just run every idea by him first, right? Before it gets to anyone else. Basically, he has somehow his first right of refusal yeah. on every project that comes across their desk. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. there's going to be a new season of Hell's Kitchen. Steve Harvey, do you want to host it instead of Gordon <laughs> Ramsay? Like, I mean, that's what it seems like. He gets but, first crack at everything. Well, here's the thing, Dave. The funny part about that is this is a judge show. Is Steve oh, Harvey a judge? No. So you're fucking right. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Well, Judge Judy's going away. Who else is huge in syndication? Let's uh, Steve Harvey. Go get him. So ABC just gave a 10-episode uh, order. It's an, one hour long, by the way, of an unscripted court show called Judge Steve Harvey. He will welcome a variety of conflicts and characters to his courtroom. From small claims to big disputes and everything in between, and will decide on cases using his own life experiences and some good old common sense, it says. It's going to debut at some point next year. You know, there's too many people that don't understand the law and the legal proceedings, and I think these quick snap judge shows are not helping the matters. Right. You you know, you have your your Judge Judy's of the world. Who's actually a judge. Yeah, yeah. She actually had some background. Um, But then you had like Jerry Springer. As a judge show, right. and then there was like 19 other judge shows, and it's all about the entertainment value. So there's people watching this and be like, well, I saw this on Steve Harvey, so I'm assuming it's legal. You know, like, I, I just, why are we, st- another judge show? Why? Yeah. I feel like that would have been a good show for me. I, I feel like I'd be a good judge, because I'm very judgy to begin with, and I'm not afraid to tell somebody, that was a fucking dumb thing to do, you asshole. Every verdict starts with either, well, or listen. Listen. <laughs> Basically. On Scott's judge show. Well, listen. Listen. <laughs> well, I'll give you a great example of an asshole that would end up in my court. A 41-year-old from Japan tried to rob a store the other day. He walked in and threatened the cashier with a weapon. He had a lighter. Oh. He walked in, pulled a lighter out of his pocket, lit it like a Bic, like a regular Bic lighter. And told the cashier, give me all your money now, or I'm going to burn this place down. And, and then and the, the cashier was like, <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to give you the money for that. You got a lighter, dude. It's not a gun or an, even a knife. Like, it, it, it's a lighter. 
The this cat, guy was dead serious. Like, either he's really fucking dumb or he was completely unprepared for work that day. And I mean, if you're a criminal, your job is to rob shit. So he goes to work and doesn't have anything intimidating to try and get money. So I like he just pulled a lighter out of his pocket. Yeah, I like that he goes into a convenience store with a single lighter and goes, give me all your money. And then the, the person at the register turns around and grabs the 19 other lighters that are sitting on the, on the counter and goes, well, I'll just use these then. <laughs> like, what's next, sir? Your move. It's like something you'd see in like a, in, I don't know, a sitcom or something. It's ridiculous. What, did, what was he like? Give me your, give me a candle. I'll fucking light it for you. You got a candle? Like, I mean, he had the barbecue lighter, and it's just like click. Damn it! Click. Yeah. Damn it! Click. Damn it! Is Burn there your thumb? Like, fuck that yeah, hurts. You're like, is there a thing to? Ah, oh, and you hold it too long, and it, ah, oh, damn it! Now it's not lighting. <laughs> just give me a sec. No, I'll get it. I'll get it. Hang on. I am going to rob you. I just need a minute. <laughs> There's other people like, can we go ahead? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just go ahead. I'll be, I'll be with you in a second. <laughs> not one person's intimidated by it at all. So what is he? He must have been on drugs. He must have been. What else was he going to do? Hey, play. Do you have any good song, good music? I got a lighter here, and I'd like to sway from side to side and put it up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to set the mood in here with my lighter. And not even like he grabbed like a roll of newspaper and like lit that up to make the fire more intimidating. He just sat there with his little bick. Yeah. I'm going to get you. And I wonder if he like sat outside the store and practiced a bunch of times. And he's just like, okay, just make sure like, okay, shit. Oh. Oh, I missed it. Click. Oh, okay, I got it that time. And then eventually he did it. It was too hot. And then so he's in the store, like trying to turn it on. He's like, "Damn it! Oh, it's, hang on a sec. He's like cooling it down a little bit. He's like, "Oh, okay, there, I got it now. Uh, give me all your money." And by that, the cashier's already got the baseball bat and is swinging for his man's head. He practiced for a while with a Zippo. That didn't work out yeah. too well. It took too long to open it. <laughs> he's put. He's like on opening the Zippo and like putting the lighter fluid in it. He's got the little little stick to push it back in. <laughs> Like, it's the worst robbery of all time. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the cashier is like, no, we're not nope. going to give you all the money, but I am going to call the police. So you better get out of here. This fucking guy doubled down. When the cop showed up, he threatened the cops with the lighter. <laughs> Don't make me pull out the other lighter. <laughs> what? What was he? What? What? It's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. What was he watching Harry Potter before that? And he thought like it would turn into like a fucking goblet of fire or some shit. He gets the little lighter that's clear and you see like the two sides of it. And he realizes that all the lighter fluid's on the wrong side. He's like, hang on. And he's like hang tipping on. it. He's tipping the lighter just to get it back over on the other side. He's like, shit, it's half empty. Hang on a second. <laughs> Gotta make this a fair fight. Just you uh, wait. Um, I never again want to hear about people complaining about the high cost of travel because apparently it's affordable for some because guys i don't know how you maybe they're making money out of it i'm not sure but when i see guys like chris sky that can travel across the country going to various anti-mask rallies and i see these fucking people that do nothing but follow justin trudeau across the country just to heckle him during his news conferences i think to myself we must have an infinite amount of money where are these people coming from that they've got the time and money to follow Justin Trudeau from campaign stop to campaign stop and from Cornerbrook to Victoria just to fucking yell at this guy in front of the cameras? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like these hecklers are almost becoming celebrities themselves because they called him a cocksucker during a news conference and it ended up on the CBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, stop paying attention to them. It's what they're looking for. I mean, more so than they're fighting for your rights because they'll always claim the Charter of Freedoms. It's like you've never read it because you're not it, very, very incorrect. <laughs> like, what do you want me to tell you here? You're wrong. Um, but it's it's the double down. It's the yelling. It's the I'm louder than you, so I'm right. And it's well, the dismissal. It's, it's the whole thing's ridiculous. I mean, listen, everybody likes it when they do something that works. But I mean... To say, oh, where's he going next? Oh, he's going to Nova Scotia, is he? All right, well, book me a flight to Halifax because I got to be there when the cameras turn on to scream obscenities at the prime minister. And the the PM actually does seem like it's really starting to get under his skin. Like he's trying to get up there and do a news conference about, I don't know, making housing more affordable or or the situation in Afghanistan. And he's got some asshole in the back screaming, you're a fucking traitor. You should be in jail. You should be in jail. Why do these people do it? What do they think they're trying to accomplish here? Well, Is that's it just it. to get on the news. Well, they think that they're the the op, the real opposition party. 
You know, it's oh, the whole God. every politician's corrupt and blah 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 and all this and that. That same, it's the same old diatribe. It's been around forever, but now it's you know now there's a little bit of notoriety that comes along with it when you can post it on social media and you get some uh, you know anonymous profile going, "You're right." Yeah, this guy's got this guy's got it all figured out. It's like the barbecue guy. You know, the same oh, thing yeah. it conf- convinces everybody. I'm, I'm fighting for the little guy. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. It, it, Pay it, your employees. It's then. true. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> you know who's a little guy? The employees that you haven't paid. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder what their what their thought process is. Like, yes, I think that you're right. They're trying to make it seem like I'm I'm a leader here in this whole movement. They don't think that they're going to get people with it. Then run they? for office. Like, they don't think that that I'm going to be watching a news conference where they're heckling Trudeau, and I'm going to go, "Was oh, that guy fucking yell that you're a fucking idiot?" Yeah, that's a good point. You're a fucking <laughs> oh, idiot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that guy just changed my mind. I'm switching my vote. I was a, I was about to vote. Yeah, for this, the Liberal Party, and then that guy yelled bitch. cocksucker, <laughs> and you know I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> You know, now that it's presented in such an articulate and informative way, huh, huh, you know, that's why I watch these press conferences to learn. I learn about the platforms and I learn about the people. No good. I had no idea. Justin Trudeau was a cocksucker till today. I had no idea. (laughs) This is this is uh, is interesting information I need for the upcoming election. I need to really. I got to weigh the pros and cons now. You're at the election. (laughs) You're voting that (laughs) night, and you're standing at your booth. Excuse me, which one was the cocksucker? <laughs> I just want to make sure I don't vote for them. <laughs> like, ma'am, you're going to need to leave. Wait a second. Has that been fact-checked? I'm yeah. going on Snoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody get me the Toronto Sun. <laughs> this asshole in a torn T-shirt claims the prime minister can go fuck himself, and I just want to know if that's true. <laughs> this smelly guy over here says you're a cocksucker. Any truth to that? This guy cut the sleeves off of his shirt, and he says he knows what's doing. This guy with the beer can helmet says that you're a fucking loser. So, anything? Hey, would, would you be able, Would you have an opportunity to respond to that? That guy says you're a cocksucker. Anything to say back? <laughs> uh, follow up? Anything? Yeah. 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 Or they do the virtual press conference, and it's like, uh, uh, oh, we have a we have a call from uh, from Dave from Course Radio. Uh, Oh, hello, Prime Minister. Uh, question. Uh, the other day, somebody <laughs> inferred that you are, in fact, and I quote, a cocksucker. Uh, how do you uh, rebuttal? <laughs> I want David Aiken to ask that question. That'd be perfect. Right? <laughs> like, is that, what, is that what they're expecting to happen? Like, there's going to be a, a revolt, a turn. These people love the idea of chaos, and they love yeah. the idea of ruffling the feathers and, you know, changing yeah. the, the narrative and, and this and that and... and they're not, they're not really helping anything. That's the problem. I mean, if you had an articulate point to make and you did it articulately and you made sense about your argument rather than just yelling and just changing the subject when you're challenged, like you may have a leg to stand on. Yeah. There's, there's people who are disenfranchised with how things are going politically in, in the world, really, but um, we'll just say North America, for example. Um, but there's, there's better ways to go about it than to just stomp your feet. Like I feel like there's a lot of people who didn't grow up right. And didn't learn that that's not <laughs> how you true. get your way. Yes. Yes, it's true. When you have the platform, when you have at the appropriate time, when you have the platform, not when nobody's asking for your opinion, because that's yeah. what I feel like it happens. Nobody asks for your opinion. You just want to yell shit out. Uh, nobody on a Facebook post, which is a news article, asks for your opinion. But people feel the need to have to demand that they give their response to it immediately. Uh, yeah. And everyone wants to know what I think. Well, it's when, when they post those videos and they get views on it and then they think that that's some sort of currency. Oh, look, well, we're changing the narrative. Mm, I'd challenge that. <laughs> I don't know if you're changing the narrative. I think you're getting a lot of people looking at you going, yeah, you're really falling short with the message you're trying to spread. I so don't know. Where does someone like Chris Skye then get his money from? To travel across the country, going to mask rallies with, with like fucking 15 people there. Yeah, I don't know enough about the guy himself. I've heard a lot, I've read a lot, but I don't I don't really know. I mean, from what I understand, donations. he comes from a he comes from a, a well-off family. I'm assuming he has some money based on what I've read and I again, could be completely wrong. Um, but I also know that there's a few people that kind of support him that have joined the cause and are driving him places. Other people that are kind of getting into the um, into the business of being seen, I guess is the best uh. way to say it. Um, but the problem is, is when you start messing and, and breaking laws, you're going to get in trouble. 
it's going to happen. And you can challenge it all you want, but I think you're going to lose the fight in the long run, man. Like, to be quite honest, I don't think it's a fruitful endeavor. I just don't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, a couple other things we will get to in this edition. The, uh, the, the local medical officers of health, every region or public health unit in Ontario has got one. Now they have an association. <laughs> okay. And what they're going to do is they're going to give the premier, Douglas, an ultimatum. Either implement a secure vaccine receipt or we're going to create our own. And then we're going to have our own local vaccination protocol. This whole thing's going sideways, isn't it? The whole thing's going to get real fucked up soon if somebody doesn't jump in and grab the reins here and say, no, 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 no. We're only going with one card. You know, I have a hard enough time keeping track of, like, my bank card, my Costco card, and my PC Optimum card. The last thing I need is eight different ones to say I'm vaccinated in different ways. Yeah, it sounds like a mess because how do you, if you're going local, if we do it by region, let's say even, how, how, how does that work if I'm from the Waterloo region and I go to Peel region, for example? And they've got a different set of... Rules? Yeah. Or a different card that's valid? Yeah, like, can you scan this here? Or is this not scannable here? Is this NFT not acceptable in your area? Yeah, this is a (laughs) non-fungible coupon. Fungible. (laughs) It says that I've been vaxxed. Yeah. Bought my vax as an NFT. Yeah. The the Raptors sold me a vaccination card. (laughs) There's only one, and Kyle Lowry signed it before he left for Miami. It's true. I have it. It's here. Yeah, I have it's it. right here. Imagine, yeah, if you have an NFT, that should supersede your vaccination status. You'd be like, oh, I got an NFT. I can do anything. Uh, Go I, anywhere. I am of a Superman. I can do it. <laughs> By the way, isn't it kind of amazing over the last few weeks, uh, maybe a month or so, um, the premier's been very quiet. Oh, very, yeah. very, very quiet, especially when the yeah. federal election stuff started. He's been uh, persona non grata. He's not around anywhere. And they then, want, he is especially persona non grata. Yeah. It's like somebody said to him, if you don't go to your cottage and fucking hide, we will make you disappear. Yeah. Because this is going pretty fucking well for Aaron O'Toole right now, and you're not going to screw it up by telling people to uh, try the fish. Well, that was what I was going to say. The only thing <laughs> that shows up is him eating fish and chips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, Doug! <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. happening? What, why is that? <laughs> How is that? What? First thing you hear uh-huh. from the guy in months, weeks, it, it was weeks, is try the fish. This cod's Shut fucking the delicious. Fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. Gotta have the walleye. No. Yeah. yeah. What was the fish that he had? What was it? It's pickerel. It's, it's pickerel. Was but it? He kept calling it walleye. Oh. And granted, it is the same thing, but everybody understands that when you go to a restaurant and you see some good Ontario fish, it's probably pickerel. Just fucking say pickerel, Doug. He's God like, damn it. He's like. I don't know if I'm allowed to say walleye anymore, but I'm going to say it. It's like, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Oh, all right. I can say it. Good. Come eat this walleye. I just love that. That was, that was the first sighting of the that summer. Was the like, comeback. Yeah. Like his, his daughter had that controversy. Didn't say a word. Um, there's been the conversations about the vaccination passports. Hadn't said a word. There's all kinds of things going on. The back to school plan? Yeah. Didn't say a fucking word. Nothing. Fourth wave? Didn't say a word. Mm -mm. Fish and chips? Get me front and center and bring me a camera. Folks, best (laughs) fish you'll ever have. Best fish you'll ever have. I could talk about fish for hours. Now that I can do. I can answer questions too. Yeah. And just knowing you the way I know you, Scott, like you had retweeted it and said something like best fish you'll ever have. And I couldn't figure out if that was sarcastic or if it was like, yeah, I've been to that place. Have you been to that place? I've never been to that fucking place, and I have no intention of going. He's a fucking idiot for doing that. Why would you make that your comeback, asshole? Why was why was your why did you tweet best fish you'll ever have? I was trying to figure that out. That was his line at the end of the video. Best fish you'll ever have. Oh, so was you just quoting him? Okay, (laughs) yeah, okay. That was his big fucking comeback. (laughs) The fish and chips. Fuck you, Doug. Indeed. How, uh, oh man! <laughs> how, 
there's got to be a show written about this or a movie or, or I mean, a, a play oh, or yeah. something someday. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, I'd love to know what's going on at Queens Park. Like, did Aaron O'Toole himself phone Doug's people and say, hey, do you think you can keep the boss under wraps for a couple of months? It looks like we're having an election here. They boarded up the doors. <laughs> He's not allowed out of his office. He's probably locked in a fucking cage. Just throw under snacks Christine's over. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> yeah, they just take down the drop ceiling, just throw snacks over for him. Fills up a picnic basket. Yeah. W- lowers it down. No, 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 no. Somebody's got to go in there with a hose and a scrub brush every couple of days and wash them down. <laughs> oh, you bit the basket, man. This is the second one. Yeah. <laughs> I got to buy another basket. He ate it. <laughs> Thanks. These aren't easy to find. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the dude's just like, this is the un- most unhealthy he has ever been in his life. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would not be surprised by that. I would understand that the stress gets to people. And I, sure. I would imagine it got to him yeah. too. You know, the, uh, he's one of those ones who was doing those press conferences and every day he had some sort of a folly and everybody had something to pick out of those press conferences. And, and, and now he's just like, I'm just not doing them then. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons why I got to say, because yesterday we mentioned it a little bit. We went into this a little bit. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm okay that he's a little bit quiet. And yes, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, he should probably at least say something, put out a statement. But if you want to have a little R&R and a chill break, I think he probably needs it mentally because that's sure. a lot to go through. I mean, politicians, you might argue that's part part of their job. That's fine. But I feel like he's gonna he's taking a hit harder than a lot of other yeah. politicians currently. So I'm okay with him having a little step away time because it's probably for the best. Because September's not going to be pretty, everybody. He's probably going to have to be talking a lot yeah. and updating us on things. That's my guess. So I can I, only hope he does. I, I just want mind. the guy to fucking talk. And the last thing he did was give the whole no vaccine passports. We don't want to split society. But then he completely abdicated all responsibility for it and let everybody else come up with their own rules. So now, I mean, there was three universities. It was Carleton, Western, and McMaster that all just announced they're changing their vaccination policy already. It hasn't even started yet. And they're scrubbing it to go to something more strict. Now they're saying, we don't give a shit. If you are not vaccinated, you do not come on campus. Period. The end. Not even if you chose not to get vaccinated, you'll have to go through regular testing. They took that off the table. They just plain said, you need to show proof of vaccination or you cannot come on campus. Mm -hmm. You've got police forces saying you must be vaccinated in order to work for us. You've got healthcare workers. Remember the heroes from last year? Well, now a few of them that don't want to get vaccinated are being told, get vaccinated or get the fuck out. How did you go from hero to almost unemployed? It's insane. And Doug could stand up here and say, hold on a second here. I said we don't want to split society. We're not having a split society. You can't require vaccination right now. You just can't. We'll talk about it down the line, but right now you can't. That would be leadership. Right or wrong, it would be leadership. Or he could say, yeah, you know what? A lot of people feel safer in their business or in their wherever they go, knowing that other people around them are vaccinated and they're requiring a proof of vaccination. So we as a government are going to put out something that proves they are vaccinated should they choose to show mm-hmm. it. Either one of them would be leadership, but he hasn't done either. He said no split society and then totally stood by and watched the society get split. It's fucked up. Where is he? Besides up north eating the fucking pickerel. <laughs> Eating the, the, the lake full of pickerel. Eating the walleye. Straight, straight from the riff, straight from the river, like a fucking bear. The family wakes up in the morning and finds him naked down on the shore, just like <laughs> grabbing at fish in the water. Like he's just like, I, he goes, guys, I don't want this job anymore. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's what's happening to the guy. What I mean, the- as a human being, I feel for him. I, and, do. I you know, me this, too. This me too. is not easy. Um, on a personal level, I do happen to really like Doug. Yeah. The problem is, as a premier great job in the first few months and then completely shit the bed over the last six, seven months. So I don't know what the fuck to do with the guy. Yeah. I mean, like how hard does he have to try to lose this job? Well, the other thing that I would like to throw out here though, is if he had a press conference, if he was more visible, is he going to add anything? Is there anything positive that he's going to add to the conversation? Because we saw what happened when he was doing those everyday press conferences and when he was giving those updates, like I said, there was something Silly that came out of every single one of them. We still haven't seen the kid, Arthur. Yeah, yeah you know, where's Arthur at? Where's Arthur? You Minister of Good us. Ideas. Where the hell is Arthur? Yeah, you know, is he enjoying his summer before he goes into the next grade or whatever? And he's just he's on holidays. I like, want to see Doug walk into school. 
day one. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see him walk Arthur to school. No, that would be great. Arthur doesn't need that. Ar- <laughs> Even Arthur's <laughs> like, Arthur. hey, man, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Could you walk like 25 <laughs> steps behind me? That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And don't <laughs> hug me goodbye when they don't. The kids are going to see. It's just I, I don't even really know you. I, uh, I'm not real. She showed up in my backyard one day. Yeah, I'm not a real I'm person. I'm not even a person. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible. Yeah, man, was- like, I don't know how you embarrass something that doesn't exist, but fuck, man, please don't. <laughs> See, anything would be helpful at this point. Not, as long not as he just helpful. Shuts up, just give us the plan. Just tell us the plan. That's all we want to know, Doug, is what's the plan. And then you can go back into, I don't know, fishing from the river and, and shit like that, whatever it is you're doing up there. Do you think, so I think that the, the wording that gets used where it's like split society, that would imply that half believe one thing and half don't believe it. Right. So I don't know if, it's really a even split, an even split at this point, right? I think it's significantly more one way than the other. I, I think it's fair to say that based on vaccination numbers, and those yeah. are statistics. Yeah, and I think that there's that vocal minority that gets really loud. And so when you get up there and you, you say what you think is the right thing to say, and you try to put people's mind at ease, and then you have that vocal minority that is just so loud, and then you it just overwhelms you to the point where you're like, man, like, Half the people don't agree. We really half the. It's not true. Not half the people. It's not half the people. It's just that very loud group, and it's almost like it's too much, right? Where you're just like, oh god, like I can't, I can't hear this. Like it, it just get me away from this. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Like I don't know if anybody can. Like, and it makes the politicians look un, inhumane if you can't, or if you can't shake them, and then if you can shake them, like oh, we shook them. So you can't win. The game's rigged. You can't win. Last thing I want to talk about here is uh, a change that is coming in September. And before you guys get all fucking uppity, because I know people hate change. Anything that changes, people lose their fucking minds these days. But there's going to be a change. It will likely impact all of you next month. Wendy's is changing their fries. What? I know. Who asked us about that? I didn't get it. I didn't take the survey. <laughs> what are they going to do with the sea salt? <laughs> I feel like they just changed it. I just got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so the change, they say, is long overdue. And it's not a massive change. But here's what you need to know. So mentally, you can prepare yourself. You know what you're doing when you start your change.org petition or make up your sign to go and march around outside Wendy's to complain about it. Here it is. The new fries are going to have some skin on them. And they're going to be battered before they get deep fried so that they stay crispier longer. So my take on this is that a lot of people don't really go to Wendy's for the fries. So I don't think this will harm them. When you think of Wendy's, you tend to think of uh, the Frosty or the... Baconator. 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 Dave Original. They have their go-tos, but the fries, I mean, you hear it more at McDonald's. People talk about the fries, so those should never change or else there'll be chaos and anarchy in the streets. But when it comes to Wendy's, I don't think people should hate that because I don't think they're well known for their fries as is. No. So they might as well make a make a statement. Fries are uh, very. I get. What's the best way I can describe the fries at Wendy's? A um, personal choice. <laughs> <laughs> they're inconsistent. Inconsistent. Okay, yeah. that's a good. That's a good way to put it. Then. One time you'll have the fries and be like, "Man, I think these are the best, the best fast food fries." And the next time you have them, you're like, "These are awful. I should just eat the container that they come in." <laughs> like, what, what's up with these? <laughs> These are really bad. Why Somebody is it? Somebody throw it over the wall for Doug. Yeah. like Just give him my fries. <laughs> throw it in the basket. Bring it over. Why is it that n- not one place can win them all? You know, like people will say the best chicken sandwich is at Wendy's or, or Chick-fil-A or whatever you like. That's others true. will say McDonald's is the go-to for fries. They'll, others will say yeah. Harvey's is the go-to for, for this, that, and the other thing. Why can't one place have all the things be awesome. Like there's not mm-hmm. one place where everything is perfect. Like some, like it's like they just give up. They're just like, well, you know, we have really good burgers. So let's put a bag of shit together for French fries. Like, I, I don't know. Like <laughs> why can't anyone s- do it? But if you sell 
still, then do you need to put a focus in another product if it's just like, meh, it's working for us. Like our burgers might not be the best, but people come here for the fries or vice versa. I'm willing to bet, and I've never been sitting in a CEO meeting for McDonald's or Harvey's or any of those places, but I bet you not one of them ever said, you know what? I think we make enough money. (laughs) (laughs) I think any of them would be open to being better, I would hope. It's true. And there's things about certain places that uh, people might like. Wendy's, for example, is great for sides. They give so many options for sides. I like a baked potato. Baked potato. Thank you. A couple of different kinds of salads. Like, great. That's awesome. Thank you for these options. Some places, it's just like fries. It's like, yeah. That's but it, it. Right. Exactly. Like, if you're not a fan of the Big Mac or the you know Arch Deluxe or whatever back in the day, whatever it is. If How you're long not, has it been since you had meat with the Arch it's, Deluxe? It's been a long time. <laughs> Fuck. It's almost three years. I don't think I was alive when the Arch Deluxe was Really? Oh, Get let me, it together, my friend. Scott and I would like to explain McPizza to you. <laughs> that was the best, by the way. Um but if you know what I mean, like if you're going there and you're not a fan of the burgers, you'd be like, you can rely on oh, the fries are great and you, that's your go to. Yeah. But not one place has been able to be the best at all of it. Yeah. You might find some people saying that they disagree, but that it's not a majority. It's not a majority of people that would say, no, that's not true. It's that vocal minority perfect. again. It is that damn. Yes. <laughs> But okay, yeah, so, we all have our favorites from each place. You're right. You're and right. you would say we've I think we've actually done this on the radio, Scott, where we would say, let's build the ultimate combo. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not one person was like, it's the number one combo for McDonald's. Like it, nobody yeah. said that. They'd be like, oh, I'll take the fries from McDonald's. I take the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and I'll take uh, a Dairy Queen Blizzard. And that's uh, <laughs> and that's their combo. Like what? nobody goes to just one and says that's the best. Why don't they just amalgamate? You know, at one point for just one meal, all of them can sell it. Yeah. So to be fair, but they could have like everybody a, sells it's one a McBurger King Wendy domino supreme meal of some kind and a just like food court you're just, thinking of you're a food thinking court. of a food court that's correct <laughs> but it's all in one meal i was gonna say that's an oh. en route <laughs> <laughs> throw it at tim's coffee yeah. and it is the yeah, a&w right. bears standing there yeah. he's like whipping mcdonald's fries at you he's like look we're friends <laughs> in the clown outfit from yeah. mcdonald's yeah no i like I know, I know. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think that there's one perfect one, or a lot of people would agree to that. Okay, then here's my last question before we wrap it up. What is the ultimate best we've got? All-round best fast food I feel like chain. Dave go has this answer. Dave already knows this. Like He could have told us this with zero prep, so go, Dave. What, like the best place? You know. The best Com- overall, you know, combo. you give them points for fries, their burgers, their desserts, their whatever. Make a combo. She Create What's, um, a combo. Oof. The best overall chain. Uh, I'm sure everyone will agree with you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right? No, but <laughs> Someone for you. say it's McDonald's for you. because of their fries. I think McDonald's is probably the closest. I was disappointed when they got rid of the salads. Um, mm. They were, I mean, honestly, they weren't great salads anyway. And stop putting cheese on everything. Um, <laughs> besides the point, like, why do I would need a garden salad and then have like a pound of cheddar on top of it? Like, what are you doing? Stop it. It's, it's asinine. Like, I'm trying to be healthy here. Don't give me a half a cow. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, ah, God, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's McDonald's. I, I loved Wendy's when I was, when I ate meat, I was, I, the spicy chicken was, was the jam. That's the one you go to. I liked Wendy's. That was probably mm, yeah. the, the junior bacon cheeseburger was a good size. You know, like it was, it was perfect. Yeah. It, yeah, they Wendy's, gave you options. Wendy's was my go-to in high school. When I grew up, though, I found A and W. Oh, and for me, I would say A and W. Yeah, really. A and W's got um, like sweet potato fries. They've got they options, options now. They have the Beyond Meat nuggets now. Yes, which they I've do. had uh, horrendous uh, gas afterwards. Oh no, <laughs> but but <laughs> but they are tremendous going down. Um, they they kind of taste like dark meat. Okay. Like, like there's some of the Beyond Meat products. You're like, oh, this is not a real mm-hmm. thing, is it? Uh, but these ones are really good. Okay. I, I'll give them a thumbs up. And their fries are very good as well. Okay. That's yeah, really interesting good. that Dave said Wendy's, Kat said A&W, and I've got a completely different choice. Three different people asked what is the best all-around fast food place yep. and three different answers. Because I would have said Harvey's. Yeah. Harvey's Burger, their fries, they're great. Their desserts are shit. Decent. What? Their desserts are decent? No, no, no. Harvey's is decent. Yeah, I think it's just an all... I, think I didn't even know they had dessert. They, they have, have like, dessert? The apple pies and stuff the like that. The apple pies good. and stuff. I didn't Those know they good. had that. No, no. What do you want? Like, a, like, do you want somebody to make you, like... Uh, <laughs> what, your fucking grandma in the kitchen making you a pie? <laughs> what do you want? Like, the Harvey's cheesecake? Like, what are you looking for? <laughs> I actually like the idea of the, 
Like McDonald's and Wendy's are both well known for their desserts. You can get a Frosty at Wendy's or you can get a McFlurry or a whatever at McDonald's. I don't think Harvey's has that ice cream option. Pardon me, clerk. When you're done dressing my burger here at Harvey's, <laughs> I would like the creme brulee. <laughs> don't need a torch because I brought a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, give me all your money. <laughs> this is on you, by yeah. the way. <laughs> And on that note, we will say thank you for listening to After 9. Guys, there will be no new episodes next week. We are on vacation for the week. We're taking a whole week off. Just listen to this one seven times in a row. You'll be fine. (laughs) Dig into the archives. Go back and listen to ones you haven't listened to before. Yeah. If you're a relatively new listener, you can just go back and uh, get caught up. Yeah, you're clearly on the online if you're listening to this. So if you're on the online, (laughs) dig. Damn, what a a sign-off. This is tying together everything we (laughs) talked about today. Doug Ford doesn't know what an NFT is because he's at Wendy's. Like, this is amazing. We are pros. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the archives, though, Dave. There are now over 400 episodes of After 9 available, and we will catch you right back here the day after Labor Day. Please have a great week, and don't do dumb shit, or we will be talking about you in the next episode of After 9. Netflix just released a documentary about legendary painter Bob Ross that claims to show the dark side of his life and legacy. It's called Bob Ross Happy Accidents Betrayal and Greed. (laughs) Really, Netflix? Do we really need this? I mean, what's next? Betty White, secret serial killer. Police in multiple counties are investigating thefts at a grocery store because someone is stealing three-foot-tall Snoop Dogg bobbleheads. When reached for a comment, Snoop said, Stop robbing my bubble, baby bubba. The makers of Mountain Dew have announced they will release a limited edition flaming Hot Cheeto flavored soda, and the FDA is already scrambling to approve a vaccine for it. <laughs> a zoo in Belgium recently banned a woman because she's having a self-described affair with a chimpanzee, which is negatively affecting his relationship with other apes. And just a guess here... Hers with other humans? The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.